You are listening to the Young Western Podcast with your hosts, Cheyenne and Montana Donuquette, where we talk about all things from Western lifestyle to your dating stories and honestly everything in between that. Hope you enjoy. This episode of the Young Western Podcast is brought to you by BMG Photography. Brooklyn is a photographer and videographer who covers Western events in Australia. Yeah, I was actually lucky enough, well, Pete and I were actually lucky enough to have Brooklyn video us at uh, a rodeo we went to recently and we got a heap of content out of it. She's great. She understands horses and like the Western industry and everything. So if you need someone to come and take some photos of you, if you want to get some videos for content or anything, make sure you go over to BMG Photography underscore on Instagram or she's BMG Photography on TikTok and slide into Brooklyn's DMs. Huge thank you, Brooklyn, for making this episode possible. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Young Western Podcast. How are you, Montana? I don't don't know why I've forgotten how to start these things. It feels like it's been a while since we've recorded, honestly, but I'm doing well. I am just, yeah, here in my house after another big day, getting ready for the summer. How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Funnily enough, it is actually pretty cold here, like really misty and gross. I've been outside and did a few things outside, got some horses fit, but I am very toasty inside sitting by the fire recording this because winter is coming by the looks. Yeah, I'm I'm very glad to not be there right now, if I'm being honest. I'm right. loving the human process. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, so we have a very kind of fun episode for you today. We put the feelers out and I guess a little bit of backstory to this. I'm sure most people listening to this would probably have, um, seen the Facebook groups by now. So there is two Facebook groups that randomly popped up and you, um, you actually like told me about the first one. So do you feel like explaining it to me again? Yeah. The Facebook groups were I think maybe I don't know one or two of them are still up but they were like a PRCA cowboys in your dms type thing like really it's a very uh, I mean it was yeah it's it's pretty much your cowboy in my dms PRCA edition yeah yeah I I think I got invited to it by some other people like bow races or whatever it just like built up really quickly I think the first one got taken down they kept making more and the people that made the group were very staunch they were like we're not letting this down we're keeping it up like we're ripping on these guys but I mean yeah it was interesting the first page I I, I'm assuming and this is from what I seen the first page was um one for the girls and they were very very hectic about not letting any boys in and not having any snitches so um Evidently, like, boys found out about it and eventually the boys made one for themselves too and it was like, is your wife my buckle bunny? Which, to be honest, I actually thought was the funnier um, name. I thought they did really good on that one. Yeah. I mean, I think they did well too. I mean, in, in all honesty, I don't. I didn't like that they were bashing on people, but you're not doing the wrong thing. What have you got to be nervous about? You know what I'm saying? From either side. Yeah, look, both of these pages, I think, probably more the girls than the boys from what I've seen, but... They both kind of encouraged like a really shitty side of people coming to come out. Like people just got on there like ragging literally anyone and I think it kind of turned into something it wasn't meant to be. I think 
it was possibly started from some girls who were really desperate to find out whether the guys that they are tuning are possibly tuning everyone. And as we probably know, and I'm sure it's the same in many sports, if you are in rodeo, they're probably, look, if they're rodeoing, they're very probably tuning other people. That's, that is what it is. And there was a lot of posts that were made. They were posting the photos of their mans that they're talking to. And there was many comments underneath it being like, oh my God, girl, like, sorry, I had no idea you were like talking to him. I've been like dating him for six months. And then another girl would be on there being like, oh, awkward. I've been dating for like 12 months. And it just kind of got a little bit out of hand from time to time. But as a spectator, sometimes it was a little bit it was a little bit of lighthearted fun. And I'm sure the boys one was very, very similar. There was a lot of posts that I seen screenshots of being like, watch out for this girl. She is trouble with the capital T. And then those girls would then put it in our group and be like, lol, they think I'm trouble. Like they have no idea. But I don't know. It was pretty funny. Yeah. I mean, all in a bit of fun. And that's kind of where we got our I mean, no, I think we've been wanting to do an episode like this for a while, just kind of because we have stories and have friends that have stories that crack us up. It is the wild, wild west out there. It really is the wild, wild west. And cowboys have big egos and can be. Men in general, um, their egos are fucking wild. Oh, I've got to stop swearing. Their egos are fucking wild. Yeah, their egos are nuts and um, we just kind of wanted to make a fun little app and tell some stories that we got from the girls. We reached out on our social medias, our Instagrams, um, and we got some good ones. We really yeah, you did. guys sent us in some of your wildest uh, dating stories and we're going to read them out today, which I think is super fun. But first, we best do a run review or um, a little update um, we are aware that kind of like we're recording these and then releasing them like two weeks later or a week later. So the runs aren't really that relevant. So we're going to try and keep things as relevant as possible. Um, and we might start like recording these separately, but anyway, Montana, fill us in on your latest runs. Being in America, you're making a million runs. Tell us all about it. Yeah. I made two runs on Saturday, just gone. It's currently Monday. Um, there was two big bow races, like big pay and bow races, uh, not far from here. So I entered him up there. I only entered him up on the Saturday. I was kind of just going to see how I went Saturday, whether or not I went Sunday. Cause they were both over, I think they were both over three days to be honest. But, uh, the first one is Simville. I hit second and, um, he Did like he short really first. he just, um, he kind of did like, I thought I was fine. Um, I thought I was getting getting around it and kind of at the last minute he just got, got a little bit stiff and heavy and hit it. And then mm-hmm. um, so from there I went straight to Hamilton, which is only like 45 minutes down the road. And he really likes that arena there. So I just kind of deed him up a little bit and made him run by. And I was pretty determined because, well, that bow race at Hamilton, I paid um, $500 to enter it. It was a high stakes bow race. So you pay $500 and then it pays really well. Um, so did you, with those bow races over there, because I can only think of one event in Australia, it's not even a bow race, it's um, like a timed event, but one event where they have a $500 entry, it's like a kind of a big deal. Obviously, then it's jackpotted and it's a really big payout. Do they have quite limited entries when, you know, they do put these big uh, entry fees up over there? Yeah. So a lot of these big out-of-money bow races um, will have a high stakes at like bow racing 
um, at it. And I haven't answered one before, but this was the first one. And this was limited to 250 entries. <laughs> they got like 100 entries. So 100 entries at $500 of an entry. And I don't know what portion of it is out of back in. I don't know. There was some out of money already. Um, but yeah, there was about 100 in it. It paid five ways in three divisions. And um, I won... I mean, I, I don't think there's a problem in me saying how much I want. I'm not weird about it. I won fifth in the 2D. <laughs> like, you know, some people are like, oh, my God, I don't want to say that. I won fifth in the 2D and I won $850. So, Bro, I win like $45 and I'm like posting the picky everywhere. <laughs> I have no <laughs> problem. <laughs> right? I know people, some people are just weird about it. But I mean, That's such a good check though, like $800 for fifth place yeah. in a divisional bow race. like In one bow race, like I, you turn up, make your run and leave. Um, yeah. And that's kind of what's easy about a lot of the bow races around here. Like they're close um, pre-entries. You can also enter up until the last person, but if you pre-enter, you know when you're going to run. Um, and it's just they're really um, – Excuse me. they're really like easy to get in and out of and you know you don't waste any time so it was good and there was nothing in you know I think I was a oh I was like a 0. 0.03 and I think a 0. 0.99 was like the first hole in the 2d so it's not there's nothing in it it's just like, yeah and and um they're half second splits so America is yeah 90% of the time they're half second splits unlike Australia who's quite often one second splits yeah, yeah. These are all half second splits. I was I mean, I was a little I I wish you ran slightly uh snappier, but I'm also very happy you didn't because then it would have been too fast for the 2D. So yeah. I was like, you know what, I'm so fine with that. Honestly, that is we all know that's the benefit of these divisional bow races. You want to be at the top of the 1D. But if you can't be at the yeah. top of the 1D, you'll like your Facebook post says, you'll just take any D. <laughs> take any D you can get. That is so dumb. That yeah. caused some wild comments. Exactly. Uh, What's your okay. Um, so since last recording, I've been to two, oh, I went to Nebo Rodeo, which is obviously one of Australia's biggest rodeos, and I also went to Bundalong. Um, Nebo, um, what did we do? Obviously, a hectic long trip up there. To be honest. My horses worked pretty great. I like, and I don't, I'm not saying that to be cocky. I'm saying it because I actually am genuinely proud of them being young horses, obviously. Like, maybe I've got lower expectations. I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, we drop a novice bow raced on Ari Friday night. That's my paint rope horse, and she went really well. She kind of tripped at her second drum. She's a real, real like free moving horse, and Nebo was is quite heavy, like safe, but heavy. Um, and I don't think that's a bad thing. It's just that is what yeah. it is. Like it's a heavier kind of ground, which I actually prefer to ride a lot of my horses in heavy ground. But being that kind of free horse, she does struggle with heavy ground at the moment just because she's kind of like learning what it means to run through it. Um, so she tripped a little on a second drum, but we got a very small check in that bow race. So that was a little bit exciting. Oh, my gosh, my camera um then the next day uh was Saturday and we're all up Saturday um, I wrote my horses the theme of the weekend was tripping because my mare kind of tripped out of the box which meant she was late and then she tripped twice chasing my calf we got it chased and we got it caught but as you can imagine you had to be extremely quick 
a Nebo rodeo and there wasn't enough time for tripping and, and being a little bit behind. But we got it caught and she kind of did a job, went and bow raced, did an amazing run on Bob. But again, her she like lost her back end at her second drum. She made a she honestly she made a really good run. She even clocked pretty good for a horse that would have wasted in over half a second at her second drum. Um, and I'll post all these runs so you can see, like, I'm not just running my mouth. This is actually what, what happened. The just theme of the weekend was not handling the ground. I don't know whether they've just been running on kind of big open lighter pens. So then they're getting in these heavier pens and kind of not thinking about their feet as much possibly, but that's okay. Pete made a great run, but broke out. Um, so we just didn't have luck. You know, there's just little things like tiny little things that happen that we, that could have gone either way. Like he didn't smash out. He would have got to check if he didn't break out. He just kind yeah. of broke out a little bit. Yeah. Um, I yeah. I think that's the difference in like having a seasoned team of rodeo horses in having horses that you're seasoning. <laughs> yeah. And he was on his young horse as well. Like it was just those tiny things. Yeah. That you just kind of, you're getting used to them. These are, it's all their first seasons. Every horse we rode was their first season on the road. So it's just them getting used to different ground and kind of feeling, you know, like you get on a more seasoned horse, they run to the first drum and feel the ground and they kind of make up the rest of their run from that. These younger horses yeah. are a little more like erratic and hard running and they kind of get caught up yeah. learning that. Um, mm -hmm. Then last weekend I decided to keep them in because I was like, look, they're super fit. Um, and there was a pretty cool jackpot on the weekend. So I thought, well, why not run them? I'm like, I just sort of wanted to keep them run fit. So when I put them out, they're not, you know, going to have like a huge spell and take forever to come back in, especially in winter. Um, Bub ran great. Um, she got second in the 1D. Uh, can't say too much about it, really. I, I think I wrote a little bit conservative because I am um, – I had been sending her past her drums in that big pen. So it was a little bit conservative, but she got second in the one day just like her and the winner were pretty much very similar times. So obviously I was happy with that. Ari ran beautifully. I changed her headgear a little bit and she loved it and ended up fourth in the one day, which was such an exciting um thing like I'm seeing her progress every time she runs now she's in the one day and she has a lot of progressing to still go um yeah. I ran Marshall just the young black horse that I've got he sloped through and went beautiful and yeah he didn't make any mistakes at all he's super easy though um and then I roped a calf didn't okay. do much broke out but I roped a calf so I mean Some... my horses yeah. are going great um that sounded very like cocky, but I'm just, I'm speaking like, I'm like, no, no, I'm very proud of them. There's plenty of things I could do better, but you know, we're certainly, I've been in worse positions. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think being able to run it, um, bundle along at that, those facilities there and like constantly having those shackles to be able to go back to and they yeah. get a feel of it, but you also get to see how you're progressing and you get to progress so much quicker when you have like constant events to go yeah. to, you know? Yeah, and then they've got another event in two weeks in Narandra, and I was like, God, really want to tip these horses out, but also such good opportunity to run in such cool grounds again. So I'm like, yeah. oh, I might keep them in. Might even switch them up ends and rope on Bob and Bowery Sanari, something like that. But, yeah, I'm really happy with where they're at. Nice. I also have to make a note of, in case you're an American listening, a drum is a barrel. 
and barrels. I have, I say barrel over here because like I tried to I said drum to someone once and they were so stumped on what I was saying. I said rate your drum. Oh my god, the drama. They didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. So if you're American controversial opinion here, but Americans are steady sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Australians <laughs> can talk American and figure it out. Americans yeah. cannot understand Australian. Like I remember first one, well, not first, but last time I was over there, I said, um, hey, where's your bin? And they oh, just. Stop, not the bin. They the couldn't, bin. they couldn't mess with it. And I was like, if an American said, excuse me, where's your trash can? I'd be like, yeah, sure, just here. I'm not going to like have a heart attack and be like, what do you mean trash can? I don't get it. Like, I just think some self-awareness and like maybe sometimes you've got to use your brain a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> Controversial topic um, because there is some things they say and you're like, oh, that must be that. Um, yeah. They I mean, call, is it rising it. trot that they call something weird? Rising trot or um, something like that I heard in that Between the Rains, one of those videos. And I was like, oh, that must be rising trot oh, or whatever. Post- posting? Yeah. They call well, it posting. Yeah. I don't know why. But yeah, the the bin, it put your rubbish in the bin. I said that one time and I swear my friend nearly jumped out the truck. She was like, I have no idea what the fuck you're saying. I was like, put the rubbish in the bin. No, crap. Yeah, they up, don't though. mess with it. They don't and God forbid you anyway, we can do a, we will do a whole episode on this. Whole I feel like we're gonna go on a tangent. I just needed a disclaimer in case any Americans are listening, being like, What's she talking about? The drums. But when I say barrel, I don't say it properly anyway. I say barrel. No, I, I get embarrassed. Barrel racing. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Embarrassing. I just say anyway. barrel racing, like wheelbarrow yes. racing or something. And on TikTok, it comes up as barrel racing. <laughs> anyway, um, one more thing too, because we've just uploaded <laughs> our episode last week on brain spotting. And I had a few people who are actually pretty like – interested in that like they were kind of wondering what it was I've had another brain spotting session I guess you would call it since that episode and yeah it went really really cool it was um obviously like I had to sit in kind of this uncomfortable like emotion for a period of time and because that's not you that's not common like if you're triggered by something and you get like an uncomfortable emotion in the real world you kind of just think about something else or try and get rid of it as quick as you possibly can. But the whole idea of this brain spotting is to try and get the brain to heal itself. So you kind of sit in that emotion and let the brain realize that there's something wrong in that spot. And then it'll in turn kind of work on itself and um, fix those neurons, I guess. And so I guess it was a little bit uncomfortable, but I mean, no more than getting triggered every time you hear a place name thing someone brings up that whatever it is that triggers you so certainly no more uncomfortable than, than living a life with trauma unhealed <laughs> um yeah yeah and I am finding I am liking it I really am I'm sort of yet sometimes I wonder whether I am just like healing gradually over time anyway so I don't know whether, you know, like I'm like maybe this is just time that's healing this, but I do think that it is really helping all these therapies. So I am liking it. I'll probably do a more extensive update on it, Um, yeah, when I've sort of had some more time. 
Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think people were very interested in that last episode. It just came out yesterday. So listen yes. to it again. If you're interested in, and and I listened to it again, and we do talk a little bit uh, deeper on how, on our wild days and our not-so-wild days. <laughs> how we turned so everything if you, around. If you're interested, go and have a look. But we better actually get into this episode and start reading some of these wild, wild west stories do you want to start? Do you want me to start with one? You start. I think you've got some rippers in there. Okay. Where are we? So I got sent. So there's a few like short stories and we didn't say specifically cheating or anything like that. I think just it happens to kind of go hand in hand. Uh, yeah. Wild West dating stories and cheating, usually how it works. I got sent an anonymous message and this is different dated a bull rider for three months before he told me he had a wife and three kids. She three said, kids. and yes, I did check his Facebook and talk to his friends on that, which, I mean, he clear. okay, if he's never posting his wife or his kids, he's probably not posting anything. And if they're not posting anything on social media, red flag, in my opinion. Red flag. I was talking to the girls about this. I said, if you don't post a single thing on social media, but you have an account, you're active on there, major red flag. I see that as major such a red, red flag. flag. You've got something to hide. Okay. Dead this bull rider for three months before he told me he had a wife and three kids. Yes. I checked everything. Blah, blah. Part two, smart decision. Okay. So I don't know whether there was a little bit missing in this because straight away she goes smart decision to know what the decision was but because the baby was making me very sick and the relationship was toxic as fuck so clearly she's pregnant with oh, bull rider's yeah. child truth be told i wasn't 100 percent sure the baby was his because if you're gonna cheat on me the gate swings both ways very low point in my life i've never cheated again and i will never i've never cheated before that and i'll never cheat again i've been with my amazing man for years now but i feel like there was a bit of karma in that for me Okay. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Not going to lie. If you are a woman who is pregnant with a child and, like, you've got a partner or something or, you know, like, but you aren't 100% sure that that child is theirs or you're trying to convince them, one man, that it's his child. Yeah. I couldn't. The I anxiety I have listening to that. That's rogue. Imagine sitting there like growing a baby, like your man's is there being like blah, blah, blah. So be going to pop out of bed. Like, sorry, I can't. It just, the anxiety. Yeah, that's um, that's something else. I, my brain is still trying to comprehend that to be honest. But, I mean, that girl got a karma. Damn. Well, yeah. I mean, I, yeah wild and look she's happily with her mans now so i mean oh, how the times change now? yeah been with him for years she said oh, i'm assuming Lord. not having any kind of cheating wild cheating stories wow. anyway go off okay do you want to read one out um sure so this one is from a girl she um she was a bit of a hinge girl and went on some hinge dates and starts hooking up with this guy. And when she was hooking up with this guy, he was like, had a house. Did she send you this and you're not reading it? You're just like talking about it now? Yeah, I'm just telling it off at the top of my head. Okay, okay. 
and this is not you <laughs> this is not me I'm not a serial hinge data girly <laughs> and so she started hooking up with this guy and he had a housemate and she'd like seen the housemate in passing or whatever anyway she this guy that she was like hooking up with it was kind of a flake like he would like leave her on red but then like get back to her and I was like he's not it sis so she's obviously still staying on hinge she went up to met up with another guy at the bar the guy she met up with the with at the bar was his housemate <laughs> like right you would die any idea and he was then he was like wait a minute you're the so-and-so he's been talking about and she's like stop yeah I am and then they like I think they went and played him like I don't know they went and played did they hook up no she didn't hook up with the second housemate but like they made it a fucking game with the original guy (laughs) that's weirdly enough I've kind of heard of like very similar stories of that happening like someone going home you know to someone's place only to realize they've already been to the place before or some shit like that you know what I mean yeah I mean I have it's just I'm like good lord there is like the universe is is messing with you if that's happening yeah Yeah. because I mean it's it's where the person's from is not that small of a town you know all right I have a few of these to read out Um, where am I Oh, and I've read these, but I'm like live reacting to them again. Okay. Watching my ex at the short round of of the college rodeo and one of my friends overheard a girl talking about how they were sleeping together. So I confronted him about it. He admits to it, but when he goes, but when he goes on into his apology, I realize he's not even talking about the same girl. My friend overheard. <laughs> So he's admitted to sleeping with someone else. I was an idiot and forgave him. Yeah, well, you were an idiot. Um, at the next rodeo, he went to he went to go take a shower and left his Apple Watch in the room. It went off with a text from a girl that wasn't even one of those pair from the weekend prior. <laughs> oh my god, that's like I'm she said sorry, it was four years ago. I mean, not how, but but how are guys pulling these this many girls? Like, I'm sorry, that's a lot of groundwork. That's a lot of, like, you're working hard to text, to hide, to hide Snapchats. Like, that's just a lot of effort. It's, that's a type yeah. of effort than being yeah. honest. Yeah, look, that's too much effort. Oh, I've got um, another really good story from another girl. Um, I've just got to read this and take out the names. But she was dating this guy and they've been dating kind of like Obviously, when I'm saying dating, like we're probably talking young, you know what I mean? Like early 20s, whatever. Um, She went and dropped him off at a party that she'd also been invited to, but she was kind of tired. So she wanted to go to bed and her mate saw him walking out with some girl and it turns out, classy, he jumped the fence of the local pool and hmm, some random girl in the pool and he only told me because my friend saw him walking with the girl and he was scared they would mention it to me. But before this, I'm reading, I should have said this bit of the story before it. It was Valentine's Day and he got her a present and she was super excited and she opened up this present and it was a necklace. But the necklace had the letter N on it. Like, you know, like the letter necklaces. It had the letter N on it. And her name 
does not even have an N in it. There is no <laughs> N. Did he reject it? Hey, well, I've got a photo of it. I'm going to put on our stories or in the, I'll put it in the closed Facebook group for anyone who is listening at home. No, I don't think she re-gifted it. I think she kept it as like a souvenir of like. No, but he re-gifted it to her or like didn't know her name? No, like, no, he obviously knew her name. Like he, I mean, he must've got that much out of her, but I'm assuming that he, um, had bought it for like some other chick and then she'd like flaked or something and he gave, he thought, you know what I'll do with that? I'll give it to my new chick or like my other side chick. Yeah. Yeah. He just forgot that it was. um It's it kind was of, of like it could yeah. nearly pass as a H maybe as well, but her name also doesn't start with nor even have a H in it. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the picture. It's definitely not a, it's not the letter that her name starts with. It's not. <laughs> The letter that her name starts with. Oh, um, yeah, guys, so dumb. Like, that's a real simple thing. Yes. So I've got a few others I've got to read. Um, Where are we? Okay. And this is just a comment on our post. Met a guy who said he worked, sorry, met a guy who said he worked in the oil field, field went to Texas Tech, etc. Obviously, this is America. We hung out for a summer. I thought he was really nice at first, only to find out that none of it was true. He worked at the drive through at McAllister's. Is that like a fast food place? Yeah, yeah. It's like a fast food deli. <laughs> <laughs> to find out none of it was true, he worked at the drive through at McAllister's. The paid, the hotels I would stay with him at were paid for by the girl he was still seeing who he told me was an ex. We went on a trip to Austin and he had no money to his name. He stole money out of my purse and pretended to help me look for it. One of my friends knew his brother and he told me he uses girls for money all the time. I ended up telling the girl and or telling the other girl, I assume, and I broke up with him. I didn't know he was with her and she was one the one funding our dates. Holy shit. He told me. He was working in Midland. He harassed me at work a couple of times and has picked up a couple of DWIs. Oh, that's like drinking under the influences, isn't it? Since then, he was in his mid-20s, had pancreatitis and already had pancreatitis from heavy alcohol abuse. Literally everything he ate, he threw up. His mum was a doctor in town, but his family cut him off financially because he was an alcoholic. It was terrible. Why do we date these absolute peasants? Stop. Are you kidding me? I wonder. Wait, so is he a cowboy? Yeah. Well, she's in, yeah. She commented on our on our post in like the cowboy group. So I assume, yeah, I she, she messes with PRCA. So I would assume so, yes, this is a cowboy. Yeah. Imagine dating someone who throws up after every meal. Wouldn't that be the first like, oh, don't know if I can cop this. Then you realize it's because he is an alcoholic then you realise his ex, his side chick, actually his main chick is actually paying for your for your dates. For him to be cheating on her. To be honest, I can think of like a few stories now that are jogging my memory of like cowboys that I know that are just absolutely rogue in the dating scene. Yeah. Like dating a lot of gals or just like not very good to be dating? Both. I'm thinking like um, 
Yeah, I'm thinking of one that was like driving one of his girl's utes and another of his girl's floats, bumper pools if you're in America, to to a rodeo whilst trying to pick up other chicks. Like, Was he potentially also paying for fuel? fuel with another chick's card or something was there something yeah like it that? was like something insane where he was like had one chick at home um had one chick's ute pulling the other chick's float with someone else's credit card going to a rodeo to try and pick up other chicks like just hustling i call that hustling more than even dating that is the hustle boy this is one other one i had screenshotted i haven't read this so these are all live reactions obviously i think um i wish it were around oh sorry she said i wish that i knew about this group five or six years ago imagine getting to this point and while on a drive to missouri to buy a pony for his son with another woman getting a phone call while you're six months pregnant that your baby daddy is in the bar making out with another woman. So sorry, she's in the car with her baby daddy's, so she's pregnant in the car with that man's child and she gets a like other child that he's had with another chick and she gets a phone call to say that he's at a bar somewhere making out with some other lady. You haul ass home, demanding to go through his phone for the first time ever, stupid me, and find out that the chick he's been dating on the side and find out about the chick that he's been dating on the side for the past three years and the baby he had with a stripper that he had been hiding from you for the past five years. You had been together almost six years. Man, the trauma. No. So hang on. So she's pregnant. Oh, she's put a photo of herself pregnant. Oh, my God, that sucks with old mate. She's pregnant with his baby. She's got her stepson, so a ba- like a child that he's had, what, five years ago or something with another lady next to her. So she's clearly mothering this child. He's hooking up with some other chick in a bar that he's actually been dating for three years on the side and he had a baby with a stripper. A, a different stripper, all while being with you. While they were together and he never told her about the other baby. <gasps> Stop. What an actual yeah. piece of shit. Like, yeah. again, that's a lot of hiding. That's a lot of admin. Like, where I mean, this is all funny, but, like, that's a lot of pregnant. That, I feel for you, doll. I feel for you. That is something else. I could never. I'm trying to – I was like – someone asked on the anonymous thing, and I don't know if someone actually asked this, so it was just like a question that it sent, if I'd ever – no, if I have any exes. And I like posted on my story and I was like, come on, you don't know me if you're asking if I have any exes. You follow your it, girl's, clearly. <laughs> your girl's got a couple, you know. Um, and like, I am sure I have some wild ass stories that I probably could add to this, but for the life of me, I, like none, none like, feel good enough. Yeah. For a joke, I like the motel one. My motel yeah. story? 
where not with a guy you were dating, but the guy that wanted to lend you a shower. <gasps> oh, sorry. Right. I was like, I'm not, I'm not following. Um, yeah, this isn't, I wasn't dating this guy. I just thought that this was like a really weird flop move of a dude. So <laughs> <laughs> I was at a rodeo and I traveled there with a few people and Again, I I wasn't dating any of them. Like I legitimately wasn't. And I'd gotten a room at this rodeo and one of the guys that was in the car when we were driving from the airport out, he was like, hey, can I, oh, I can't really remember, but I'm assuming he either asked or I said, yeah, you can go have a shower. He was like, hey, can I use your room for a shower? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I stayed at the rodeo grounds. He took the car, went and had a shower, brought the car back. We... Like me and this person don't, I don't even think we've barely had much of a conversation. Like we are not, I've never talked a whole lot. Anyway, I rodeo or whatever, go back to the room. And this man (laughs) has had a shower, had gone to the toilet and left plenty of fucking evidence. Oh my god. Had so you know like when you go to motels they have like um tea and coffee and biscuits and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> sat down and had a cup of tea, like used the tea and the milk and whatever that's complimentary and oh. eaten the biscuits that they give you complimentary and then just bailed. Like and I, I said I'm I was I was not dating this guy at all. We weren't even friends. Like we weren't even close enough for me to be like, bro, what, the, what are you doing? Like, why would you do that? I wasn't even there when he like went back to the room. He went back. I was at the rodeo. He come back. I went back to the room that night. And I was like, bold move, sir. Oh, God. Bold fucking like, move. Being so like base level, like they don't, they don't have any, like they're just like, oh, this will be for me. Like, Surely, I'm sorry, what? Um, wouldn't you at least even just be like throw out the rubbish or something so it doesn't look like you've just gone and raided someone else's fucking hotel room? And ransacked it. <laughs> like, and I don't know what come over me to be like, yeah, sure, go have a shower at my room. Like, I probably should have been like, no, fuck you. But I was sort of like, yeah, whatever. Like, it doesn't really bother me if you have a shower. Okay, cool. Now I... After seeing all that, I was, like, a little bit concerned at what else he possibly could have fucking done in the shower. You know what I mean? What an absolute pleb. It has turned out, that was a few years ago, and it has turned out that this man is an absolute pleb. Like, Oh, yeah, he's he's got the things that have come to light. From more people than just people with that person. Yeah. Yeah, look, he's done a little bit more than steal some bickies. Um. But honestly, hope the arnets were worth it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hope, that hope was a that was a wild story. One other that story one. I just sent, um, and I'm trying to. I'll get it back up now so I can actually read it rather than tell you off the top of my head. Yeah. Um. So this girl was dating a rough stop writer, and she said he had been away for a while, and oh. It's kind of, I'll just say it. He'd been away for a while and he'd come back and she got in his car. They were going somewhere. And she found a shoe, like a woman's shoe in his car. And she was like, you know, like what the heck, like jumped, you know, went off. And he tried to gaslight her into saying that it was her shoe. She's like, I was a size nine and this shoe was a size seven. 
And this man proceeded to beg and tell me that it was my shoe. Anyway, she said evidently she found out he was cheating that and multiple other ways, but he was a cheating man's. They're just dumb. Like you've got to cover your cover your lies up if you're gonna if you're gonna lie, you've got to be good at it. You know what I'm saying? And these like, men aren't good enough at it to be lying like that. And also, if you're gonna be that careless to like leave this woman's clothes and shoes and stuff around, don't act like you actually care. Like just admit, just be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Be like, yeah, I'm over it. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't. I couldn't really think of like a good enough story. I've been cheated on. Um, but honestly, it was when I was really young. Um, or like they just weren't like funny enough, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I mean, I probably have a couple of funny tales, but I don't know that I want to. Yeah. Oh, you have the funniest tales because you have major commitment issues and I feel like the whole podcast should know that. Major. I've, I've like been, like, had um, a theme of my life for a while. There was um, one of the, the mans was calling me on Snapchat audio and that was the only way he could speak to me through an yeah. iPad with the McDonald's Wi-Fi. <laughs> that's kind of about the level of you were you were aiming high I was aiming high when that snapchat audio call came through and that was the McDonald's wi-fi on a, someone else's ipad probably a small child that he blended um I was like you know what is this man the one is he well, let's just is he wait. the one or should I make my standards slightly higher owns a yeah. mobile phone maybe owns a mobile phone can buy his own credit um like that I feel like they're kind of like the bare minimums but for me for a while there snapchat audio was fun I mean if I'm going to be honest people still call you on snapchat audio um but it's now kind of become like a laughing joke it's not as a normal form of communication you know what I'm saying yeah yeah the constant form of communication was sporadic sporadic because obviously you don't live at McDonald's for the free Wi-Fi. So whenever this man's was at McDonald's with his iPad. If it wasn't Snapchat, it was random home phone numbers. I don't know if you know mm-hmm. some people still have home phones and um, you just jump on a, a random home phone. I mean, I chose to see the positives and this beautiful man remembered my phone number off by heart. Like a love story, a true real life that is, love story. That is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Like, yeah. that's not a- beautiful that he can remember your mobile off by heart. Couple of red flags there. Choose to see the orange, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, obviously, being optimistic is important, I feel. Yeah. And how did that, that relationship pan out? Oh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm over here in America single no longer looking for men that will call me on Snapchat of Wi-Fi. I'm just yeah. going to say that. Only accepting men that own a phone and um, I would go as far to say have a plan. Yeah. I would go as yeah, far to say that. I've got to see a contract in there that he's been out of sign and say I can keep up to a phone plan. You know, Yeah, keep your standards plan. high, honey. Only <laughs> accepting men with a phone and a plan. <laughs> yeah, 2023. Mm-hmm. Is gonna be wild and when I'm it's really your year, doll. It's your year. It's my year. One day 
we might go further into detail of a few of those dating stories because I think they're rippers. Yeah, they are. There's some rippers in there. One day we'll get to them. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this episode up. I'm sure after listening to this, everyone's going to start sending in some other wild stories of their past, so we might do a couple more of these. But I hope you enjoyed this a little bit more lighthearted episode. Yeah, I mean, I think we had fun recording it and we do like to hear these funny stories just for... I think it's important everyone has a laugh and everyone realizes they're not all uh not everyone's alone in these wild shit. Yeah, because stories. we've all been in really like shitty situations. Sometimes it's nice to hear that some other people have been in shitty situations as well. Yeah, exactly. You're not the only one. That's for bloody shoulder. Healing is hearing other people's unfortunate tales, is what I always say. That's what you always say. I've heard you say always that a lot. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you go and like that closed Facebook page, the Young Western Podcast. Um, Go and like us on social media because we do post a lot on there and do our question boxes and stuff on Instagram. Leave a review. Do all of the things. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Hit us up on the socials and we are very happy to have you here listening with us again. We are. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.